0: Hello everyone, this is Jared Albrick, the Yard Sale Artist, welcoming you to a Long Box Crusade Else Worlds episode. is a Longbox Crusade Worlds, you might ask. Well, some of your favorite Longbox Crusade members have done some work over on some other podcast networks that you may or may not be familiar with. So from time to time, we will grab a show from the past that one or all of us has done on one of those other networks, and we'll play it for you here. Whether it's a James Bond Rookie Agent show from On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast Network, or a Comics with Normies from White Rocket Entertainment Network, or some other bit of alternate dimension craziness, we hope that you enjoyed this presentation of Long Box Crusade, Elseworlds. Welcome to On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast, brought to you by our fine Patreon sponsors and White Rocket Entertainment. I'm your host for this program, Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist, and joining me as veteran bondophile co-host is my brother, Jason. Welcome to the show, Jason. Thanks for having me.
1: Glad to be here.
0: All right. You got your, uh, your double O card stamped and ready to go. Passports oh, you ready. You know I do. You know I do. Stop by Q Branch. Assigned uh, your uh, sexual harassment papers on Money Penny, so you're mm-hmm. all good. All Got right.
1: My penicillin and everything ready to go.
0: Okay. This is the first episode of an ongoing series on this channel called MI6 Rookie Agents. On Rookie Agents, we are taking two friends in my life who are not very familiar with the 007 universe through the entire James Bond series of films, one movie at a time to get the newcomer's point of view on the film series that we love so much on her majesty's secret podcast. So let's welcome our rookie guest to the show. Welcome to the show. Delvin, the dark
2: web Williams. Hey everybody. Uh, If you have Heard of me before? Uh, I was also Felix Leiter in the newer um, Bond movies. Mm, that might not be true. All right, <laughs> I think that was Jeffrey. Never
0: mind. We'll get. We'll find out when we get to this episode. <laughs> it was. It was me. It was me. <laughs> and welcoming uh, our other rookie agent to the show, it is Pat DJ Cristados
3: Samson. Hello, everyone. I'm glad to be here. Longtime listener, first time caller. Love the show. Great topic.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay, we're planning on releasing the show monthly as a kind of companion to the show that Van Allen Plexico and Alan Porter are doing. They're currently doing one 007 film per month as we build towards the release date of Bond 25 in 2019. And this show will do the same, just getting a fresh look at, uh, at the 007 series through the eyes of our newcomers. So if you want a more in-depth, academic look into the film series, complete with a host that has an actual British accent, definitely stay tuned to and subscribe to On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast for Van and Alan's show. Or the show where Van, John Ringer, and I are doing the World Cup of James Bond, amongst other fun Bondian things that we have planned. Basically, On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast is your channel for 360 degrees of Bond. So let's get to today's film Dr. No.
3: My name is Bond. James Bond. My instructions were implicit. I was to leave for Jamaica in two hours. Licensed to kill. Now you maybe miss it.
2: You don't miss a thing.
3: I decided to accept your invitation.
2: I have to leave immediately.
3: Just as things were getting interesting again. 007. A license to kill whom he pleases, where he pleases, when he pleases. From the elegant club rooms of Mayfair to exotic island night spots. Good evening. Who pays you? Cute. Tell us. Jump up jump up. A strange adventure of intrigue, treachery, and love. Hello.
1: No. Oh, Mr. Bond. I was thinking, why don't you collect me at my apartment? It's lovely up here in the mountains.
2: Her directions were easy to follow, and she sent a few of her friends to make sure I
3: didn't get lost. She thought I was dead, but I proceeded to prove her wrong. <laughs> I thought it was always polite to knock first. Before shooting. Honey, from our very first meeting, was everything her name implied. She clung
2: to me like a wet bathing suit. But business as usual came first.
3: The pace was killing. I thought you less stupid. I could have had you killed in the swamp. And why didn't you? You damaged my organization. Unfortunately, I misjudged you. You are just a stupid policeman whose luck is run out. Maybe it was my luck, up to my neck in hot water, or something blowing up in my face.
2: You'll live dangerously with the superbly resourceful
3: James Bond. The explosive screen dramatization of the book that has entertained millions of readers. The exotic and tantalizing Dr. No.
2: Some people will go to any extremes for a little privacy.
0: Jason, please give us a quick mission briefing. On Dr. No. Glad to do
3: it. Pay attention, 007.
1: So this is the one that started it all, folks. Dr. No introduces us to the inimitable James Bond 007 License to Kill. So the plot goes something like this. Uh, When Agent Strangways is murdered in Jamaica, James Bond is sent to investigate. Armed with only his wits and Walther PPK, 007 teams up with CIA agent Felix Leiter and lovable local sailor Quarrel to fight assassins, tarantulas, enemy agents, and deceitful beauties to uncover the deadly truth camouflaged within the island paradise. Eventually, Bond and Coral find themselves on a mysterious island owned by the the equally mysterious Doctor No. Bond and his team uncover a nefarious plot by the evil Doctor to invest his vast resources to create a secret base and use his ill-gotten technology to throw U.S. space rockets off course. While infiltrating the island, Bond comes across the beautiful Honey Rider who routinely, it turns out, smuggles herself onto the beach in order to search for valuable seashells. As Bond suspects, her appearance triggers the island's defenses and Honey, Bond, and Quarrel wind up chased by gunboats, mercenaries, guard dogs, and eventually an armored car armed with a flamethrower. Our stalwart heroes manage to evade capture for a while but are eventually apprehended after Coral is horrifically burned alive. In the film's final act, Bond and Honey are finally brought before Dr. No. And face-to-face with his nemesis, Bond is made aware of Dr. No's schemes and that the Doctor is a member of a secret organization called Spectre. Dr. No eventually grows tired of Bond and leaves him for his men to soften up. Honey is taken away to amuse the guards. I'm pretty sure she's going to need therapy when that's all over. And Bond is savagely beaten by the henchmen and dumped unconscious into his cell. Dr. his thugs soon learn, however, that while James Bond takes his martinis cold, he likes his action hot. Escaping his cell, Bond manages to thwart Dr. No's mission, kill the villain, rescue Honey, blow up the base, and shag Honey Rider on an escape boat. Credits roll, and like a shot the James Bond dynasty launches into orbit. And then just give you a couple stats to round this thing out, James Bond was directed by Terrence Young and produced by Harry Saltzman and Albert R. Broccoli and released in 1962. The film's budget was less than $1 million, and the movie eventually raked in almost $60 million when it was re-released with the premiere of Goldfinger. It starred uh, James Bond, was uh, played, of course, by Sean Connery, Honey Rider by the lovely Ursula Andrus, Dr. No by Joseph Wiseman. Felix Leiter by Jack Lord. And Coral was by John Kitzmiller. And the music was done by Monty Norman.
0: And I think that covers all the bases there, Jared. You did a fine job, and thank you for that, Agent Jason. Now, let's find out what our rookie agents thought about this one in a segment that we call Declassified. Bond.
2: James Bond. Do you expect me to talk?
0: So, now that we are into Declassified, we are going to hear from our rookie agents. Let's start with Pat. Pat, give us your highs and lows and overall thoughts on Dr. No.
3: Well, it was a pretty dense kind of a movie. Not a lot of action, and when the action was there, it was quick and easy, some punches here and there. Very more intellectual than what I was expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, very more spy intrigue happening. I really had to pay attention to, you know, who he was talking to, what was going, kind of what was going on around him to understand why things were, were kind of happening. Seems like wherever he goes, trouble seems to follow him. I did enjoy it uh, being my first time through. I've never really, i never sat and watched Dr. No. So that was my first. This was my first time going through it. Mm. My lows would be, yeah, action. I, I wanted more action. What was that?
0: I don't know, apparently, that answer was correct. I heard ah. a ding myself, but I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I think that was my phone. That okay.
3: was
2: my. Sorry, oh, <laughs> supper's ready. So what happens when we do it live? <laughs> Crazy things.
3: The acting very well done. Uh, really enjoyed Sean Connery. Uh, seeing him that young, wow, impressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ladies that are in here, um, very nice. Also with the clothing, watching the 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 attire and the the clothing that everybody's wearing, and you know, it's just everybody's smoking. It was um, very interesting. I, I decided to keep a count of how many cigarettes that James Bond actually lights up and smokes. <laughs> so mean, we'll
0: what? have this for for posterity once we get all yeah. through all twenty four. But uh, what was the count in Doctor No?
3: What anybody want to take a guess? Oh, it's good guessing. Fifteen.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go
3: low and say seven. Okay, and Jason. Are we talking everybody or no? Just him. How many times just, he actually or, has or, a smoke and <laughs> is has a cigarette and he's smoking it? Lights it or smoke is smoking? They turn in, they see him smoking. Nine times. All right, and the winner is Jared. He actually had seven cigarettes.
1: <laughs> oh, actually, I only counted <laughs> seven, but I didn't want to
3: double oh seven. I didn't
1: want to, uh, oh, maybe that's what was. Hey, Jared. <laughs> Here's what here's a quick trivia stumper for you. What was the last James Bond movie in which James Bond smoked?
0: I wanna say it was it was a probably a Dalton. And I, I'll say license to kill. I think it was I think it was Living Daylights
1: was the last. Ah, but I so could funny. be wrong. Now now you got me questioning myself. No, we'll but you're out. right, it was
2: Dalton.
3: We'll find out because Pat's find keeping out. track. I'm keeping the smoke. I gotta come up with a better name on it, but. Pat, uh, aren't you times keeping
2: track of something else? I, I am I about, yeah. How about smoke signals?
3: Smoke oh, signals. I like oh, it. Oh, there you go. So <laughs> The smoke signals for... That's why I'm here. That's uh, why I'm here. So mm-hmm. we'll be counting the smoke signals as we go through these meaning, uh, movies as well. My other thing that I am counting is a double O player, which means <laughs> how many ladies he met with. <laughs> Undercover agent. Yeah. Maybe is the name of the segment. <laughs> Undercover agents, yep. Uh, on does anybody dare to take a for
1: Queen and
2: Country?
3: <laughs> and this is just my take on it. So I have a list of their names and how many he actually scored with.
2: It was three.
1: For, in this movie, I think What's you're right. I think yeah. Sylvia, Sylvia, Sylvia Trench, Trench, the photographer or not the photographer yeah. lady, but the how what was her name?
2: Um the lady that disappeared and I don't know what happened to her. He put her in a cab and she just went away. I know where she went, but we we cover that when we get to Dublin's part.
0: Uh yeah, she's uh Miss uh uh oh dang God, I can't think of her name now. Um She's gonna drive me nuts. This is the secretary lady at the government house. Uh anyway, yeah, her. And uh and of course uh Honey Ryder.
3: Well, here's what I have. Mm-hmm. Miss Trench. Scored. Yeah. yeah. Money, Penny? No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look. No. he was hitting on her. No, not, no score, but no, that's not no score. What? I know it's not. It, he's playing her. It's a It's a player.
2: <laughs> that that does not count as a score. Yeah, that is not a score. I'm not saying
3: it's a score. I, that's why I'm saying it. it's not a score. Oh, uh, okay. Then why did you say her name? <laughs> He's putting this, the moves uh, this, on him. This portion of the show needs some refinement, folks. <laughs> Either way, so I'm, I'm, I counted the tr- every time he made a move, and, and then the next step was whether or not he was successful with it. It's easy that's to right. count It's easy to count whether he scores or not, but is it how many is he flirting with? Yeah. yeah I mean, that's
0: like a, we're going to get into that. Because that's a spy, meaning that <laughs> mean. Even
3: an attractive guy like me, I would use my looks to get what I want. <laughs> oh, oh, I get
2: it. I see, I see. I mean, he was in the middle of the case, but, you know, all I want to know is, did Devin, he do it?
3: Devin, that's in the <laughs> one of our lessons we have to learn is, be, you know, being a player one-on-one. That's part of being James Bond.
0: Okay, Uh-oh. so just tell Uh-oh. us how many right. cl- cl- deal closures he okay.
3: The other is Miss Tarot. Taro. Miss Tarot. Taro. <laughs> Miss Tarot. Taro. That's right. That's a closed more than mm-hmm. <laughs> once. And Honey Rider. There you go. And th- those are the lists that I'm keeping track of.
0: Well, you're doing uh, doing the Lord's work there. Yes.
3: All right. Well, some of uh, the other what, things, oh, I was going to say, some of the other things that I found interesting um, was I don't know if it was like being lip dubbed, uh, but when they're being shot at uh, on the island and the boat's coming around and the guy, yes. out, you know, the guy's just like, his voice is not matching the character. It's like some, <laughs> some carny guy talking out of a megaphone. Hey. And even
0: even when he takes the megaphone away from yeah. his mouth, he still has it megaphone. <laughs> yeah, right at the end, he's still in it. All right. Let's we'll get out of here. We'll With, the yeah,
3: whole With, speed my ahead. With the dogs.
1: With the dogs. Your instincts are dead on on that one, though. Uh, because, yeah, because of their budget was so, so small, they used local actors a nice for a lot season. lot of the scenes. And then um, they had to dub over them in post-production. Yeah, that that makes makes 007 movies. Yeah.
0: 007 movies are going to use a
2: lot of dubbing in the in the uh, in the early years. They they dub a lot. That was one of the questions that um, my wife had because she was um, watching it with me. She was like, "Why did do, why, why, why does no one on the island have a Jamaican accent?"
3: That that would explain it. There you go. Nice. Uh, other than that, I because like I did
1: Jamaican me crazy Bond.
3: Uh, I knew somebody was going to do. It.
0: Remember, we're trying not to get kicked off of the show in our first episode. <laughs> Wait, where was that in the production notes?
3: <laughs> oh, proceed, Pat. Being an older movie and going back and rewatching it just to see some of the effects and what they had to do for filming, like when he's driving the car up to to go see Miss Tara and in that, that chase, you can definitely tell that he's just in yeah. the car going back and forth. And the they have the, the rear film screen and, projector, yeah, the rear, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Going on. Uh, love that. Just, just fun. Looking at the island and all that, you know, very beautiful landscapes
0: and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: and scenery going on. Inter- I found that interesting as well. Spy wise, they didn't really get into a lot of you know undercover things that I would would think you would do, or perhaps maybe I'm thinking later on in the you know special gadgets that obviously must come later. This being the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. The uh, one thing, too, is why did he why did he not let him keep the Beretta? I jammed
0: up on his last assignment
3: and he spent uh, a few
0: weeks in hospital because of it. Come on, man.
3: Well, I I understand, but I was wondering if there was more to it. It wasn't standard issue, right?
0: I think it was old standard issue, and they, they had a new... you know, It was basically turn in your old one, get the new one, and, and Bond, with his loyalty, he was holding on to his old gun. It actually ties into the novels because Dr. No is not the first novel, and uh, I'm not going to remember which novel came before it. Uh, you guys will have to write angry letters to the show, uh, but I know in the novel before, he actually did have a gun jam, and he took an, it took an injury because of it, so it's actually something that played in from the books.
3: Nice. I like how... Felix later and his buddies are kind of trailing Bond in the beginning because they're not sure whether he was, you know, what side he was on. Mm. And then they take him in the back room and rough him up. And then why does why the guy keep calling him Captain? Hey, Captain.
0: Yeah, hey, Captain. just That's his Jamaican hey, accent.
3: <laughs> and then they, you know, they're walking in water. Who rolls up their pants when they're walking around in water? It's an island thing. Yeah. James Bond does.
0: No further questions, Pat. Your time is up. All right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Do you have any more questions?
3: Uh, if I, they come, I'll let you know.
0: All right. Well, let's let uh, Delvin uh, jibber jabber on this for a minute. Uh, rookie Agent Williams, AKA yeah. The
2: Dark Web, lay it on us, man. Wrote, I, I wrote pages of notes. Uh, and, you know, so I, I go in chronological order. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't read them all, but uh, I'll go through a few of them. Uh, I, I don't know how, but somehow a guy having the last name of Broccoli sounded cool. It, I, I don't know why that is. Precious. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't imagine someone coming up. What's your name? You know, my name is Arnold Asparagus, and it's sounding cool, but Broccoli somehow. Sound, is that his real name? I think so, yeah. Wow. I've never met a Broccoli. I look forward to that. You get the feeling coming into the movie, you know, and just how— You know, from the opening scene, you know, the now very famous, you know, walking and turning and shooting the camera and the camera doing the slow fade, but also just the graphics that people coming in, you know, thought this was kind of trippy. It it Mm -hmm. seemed like it kind of had a a trippy type vibe to it, that it was going to be a little bit off the beaten path as far as storylines being told. And I don't have much experience with movies back in the 60s. This was a 60s movie, right? 60, 62 62 yep. oh, 62 oh wow early 60s yeah like you, you get the feeling that they wanted to establish this wasn't going to be one of those you know standard movies of the 60s and I would imagine it'd be pretty racy that um you know Bond eventually wound up sleeping with three women wound up you know he was flirting very heavily with money penny I'm imagining that's something that was pretty racy uh at the time. And since you mentioned it was sixty two, like one of the notes I mentioned, I wrote down was, "I wonder how shocking it was at the very beginning of the movie to see that there were, you know, dark skinned or Jamaicans, you know, like revolting or shooting not dark people." <laughs> like that—that that seems like something that could be like somebody might go to that movie back in the day and like, "I, I don't like this. This is un- <laughs> this is uncomfortable to me." Mm. Um, just, let's see. My wife noted, um, raunchy joke coming ahead. I'm sorry. Um, you know, when he met Sylvia Trench, um, she made a joke about, um, James Bond being deep in the trenches. I Well,
0: Well, you know that the James Bond has a long line of women with, uh, suggestive names and
2: Sylvia Trench is definitely on the list. (laughs) Um, I I want to say, um, that Bond's intro, um, was very nice. Mm. Um, you know, he's there. He, I believe he had on a white suit. He just looked very dapper and cool, which, of course, is James Bond, what people know. But that very opening scene where people are seeing him on the screen for the first time, they did a very good job with that, I thought. In the um, casino?
3: Hmm? Yeah. yeah. In the casino?
2: Yeah. I, I, have, a, I have a question, gentlemen. Uh, what game were they playing? Was it back I or know. back? I'll let Jason take this one.
1: Uh, it was either de four or it Back was Rat,
2: which it was four <laughs> Ooh, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Their what, variation
1: what? of the same game. Basically, it's it's kind of similar to blackjack, except the magic number you want to get to is nine, and face cards count as zero. So you get dealt two cards, similar to blackjack, and so if you had like a king of hearts and a nine, then you have the best hand possible and so yeah. you know if you have an eight that's yeah. really good bon. yeah and so and you can take you can take one more card or you can stand and and so basically that's that's the gist of it and in the scene bond was controlling the bank and and uh sylvia trench was you know get trying to give him a run for his money but bond was uh had the hot hand going
0: so yeah she even hit like an eight which is an excellent number obviously in that
2: game and then of yeah, course she Bond flipped she had over, with that eight. <laughs> Bond flipped over that nine yeah, yeah, as he always oh, does. Hey, it's Bond. You know, he's got things going his way. Uh, I thought the um, opening scene that was uh, in, in MI6, it reminded me a lot of um, Batman, the Batman set. That is, I, I looked at it and like, even from the labeling and everything, it reminded me of um, the Adam West Batman series. Really? Uh, <laughs> That's I've never heard that comparison before. And then later on with Dr. No's. A whole laboratory again just yes very big clearly you know defined and like, this is you know the fram ambulator and this <laughs> is the yeah, yeah. And, it, and it had every word just spelled out it Reminded me of the batman set. <laughs> now, that i could definitely yeah, see. That, yeah uh let's see my wife laughed at the first fight scene she called it extra because, like, you know, like, that punch was just telegraphed to all heck. And and, and the guy just goes over and Bond London. It, I, I did think, overall, like, I wasn't crazy about the fight scenes. But what they did establish throughout the whole movie was really good pacing. They, they showed very much from the start. This was not going to be something that they were going to hurry and breeze through. This was going to be a very deliberate film with... How you get to know James Bond and and how he operates. Uh, so I, I did under, uh, understand it. And I also get the feeling that fight scenes are going to get better uh, in the coming up movies. But it, they relied heavily on the story and the character of who James Bond is to sell the movie more than any action scenes. My wife guessed right away um, when Felix Leiter's character came in, even before he introduced himself, that... Uh, he was, uh, an American CIA agent. She guessed it. So she did a great job, uh, on that. Oh, I thought, I thought it was very interesting, uh, that the very first time that he was given a drink that the guy said mixed, not stirred. Uh, mixed just like as you uh, requested, sir. And I was like, oh, oh, that's, that's not shaken, not stirred. And of course, they, they said it later in the movie, but the very, very first time was, uh, mixed, not stirred. Let's see. They did a very good job with Dr. No. Like that that opening scene where they never showed him, but you heard his voice very cold and calculating mm-hmm. and chilling. It was almost like he told the guy to sit down just to give him an order and then told him to come over to the table where the tarantula was. I thought the tarantula scene was probably the scariest scene in the movie. because <laughs> I'm like... Mm-mm. No, <laughs> I, I could not have stayed calm with a tarantula on I me. Mean, I would have freaked the heck out. That I would. I would. i gonna throw in a little
0: bit of Bond trivia for you guys, since you're newbies. Um, when you see this tarantula actually crawling on the arm, and you don't see Connery's face, that's a stunt man. When uh-huh. you see Connery's face, there's a sheet of glass between him and the tarantula. It's actually crawling on glass because Connery
2: was the same as Delvin. He was like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't I don't blame Shut you. Up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um now would be a very um good time to uh tell me where the girl in the cab, where did she go? Ah you know what I answer a lot of these. I'll let Jason take this one unless
0: for some reason he doesn't understand where she ended up going. I'll give you a hint, it was not a cab.
3: Go, Jason. Oh, I know.
1: You know what? I'm not actually sure where they oh, took her. He was, I guess, no, I guess I know. they took It was a the guy
3: from the. It was a guy from the house, or yeah, the yeah. House. He yeah. took
0: her to jail. He never ordered that's a cab. He called the that's cops. That's what I thought. I, I just I knew that, that Delvin, come on. <laughs> I missed it. I, I, I totally, totally missed it's it. It's easy to miss because he calls on the phone and he sure. says, "Yeah, I need you. I need to pick up as soon as possible." And then they start talking about taxis. She assumes he's calling a taxi, but he called the cops to have her arrested. Mm-hmm. And then, so basically, and then he had sex with her again.
1: And <laughs> he's he's time. No it's only one more roll in the hand before. before <laughs> well, was she was about
2: out. to go up the river for a long time, so you know. Now, now it yeah. makes more sense that she's one more face. pokey before the pokey. If you know <laughs> what I'm saying.
3: Again, he's playing it. <laughs> oh, but uh, so uh,
2: I, I'll, I'll ask the you know dumb question. But hey, I'm the newbie, so I can ask it. What, what was she going to jail for? She was spying
0: to be a bad person. Listen, don't ask too many questions. All right, just
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. She she had set Bond was- up to be murdered. Yeah, she was- on that
1: on that that trip up there. She was working for Doctor Doe. She was the spy in the office, and she set James Bond up for those
2: guys that that were chasing him in the hearse. And I know- I, I give yes. James Bond a bunch of credit. Like, it's, like she was giving those directions, and as soon as she said the cement plant, I zoned out.
0: I'm
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just Google it. Like,
0: like, how the heck
2: did he know to get there It didn't write it down? <laughs> Amazing the details. It,
1: it was a whole different time. It was before Google Maps. Yeah, you actually yes. had to listen to directions. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that a, it seemed like it was a long drive, too, for her to go to work all the time from there.
0: Well, she lived up
3: in the mountains where it was cool,
0: yeah. but yeah, she she basically attempted murder, conspiracy
2: to commit murder, and uh, I don't know espionage. espionage. And yeah. I'll, I'll I'll skip um, a few things, even like you know I I felt bad for Quarrel. Um, we you know, all felt bad for Quarrel. Yeah, I mean they they gave him the Kenny treatment, you know, forty plus years ahead of its time. You know, Quarrel was just there, cool helping out. Then all of a sudden, he just gets destroyed by the dragon tank thing. You know, that was bad. Yeah. I like Quirrell. Um, so did
0: Bond, because, you know, Bond went over to, to check on him. The guy was like, sorry, we ain't got no flowers.
3: Why didn't Quarrel just move? <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't... The, <laughs> Listen, okay, like, I'm gonna go on a little bit of a rant. This is one thing that bothers me with Doctor No. You know. Coral starts out as a pretty competent, pretty smart partner, yeah. sidekick, and he just gets, like, dumber
3: as the movie goes.
0: Like, sillier and, like, I don't know. It, it
3: seems like his character
2: degrades as the movie goes. It's well, always kind yeah. of bothered
3: me because once once they run into once they get honey, it's like okay, I don't need you anymore.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I personally didn't like the part that you know they're playing on crowd, on, dude. They're playing on like the island superstition thing, and it seemed like he would be someone that would be a little bit smarter than that. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm talking yeah. about when they make him just they kind of make him a little more silly as the movie goes, but. uh I don't know. Maybe we have. Maybe we haven't heard the last of quarrel. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, um, I, I got a couple more things. I had no idea that Specter was an acronym. Mm. And so when they said, you know, when they um, spelled it out, of course I can't remember what it what it is. Uh, you know, attention to detail. But I was like, oh, Specter is an the acronym.
1: Special That's- executive for counterterrorism or. Counterterrorism,
2: terrorism? Terrorism, revenge, revenge extortion. extortion. Yeah, that's that's some bad dudes that have revenge in their acronym like that. <laughs> you right. know, guys mean businesses. <laughs> so, um, last question: What the heck was Doctor No trying to do? I did not get that at all. Like, like they were down there and like he, they were there monitoring the um, missile launches or not? Miss rocket launches. And somehow James Bond threw it off, and it started that that fight where Doctor No, yeah, that was that was kind of
3: confusing to me. I think if he had better hands, he could have done a lot more. But didn't he
1: have super strong? I don't hands. think Delvin needs to ask his wife. It sounds like she was paying more attention. <laughs> <in the US. laughs> okay,
0: okay, so what he was doing was toppling. He was he was toppling American rockets. You got to remember this is during the space race. And so he was toppling American rockets using some kind of radio beam thing he had with his atomic power. Don't ask about the science behind it, but uh, that's what he was doing. He was crashing American rockets as they were launching them to okay. hurt America's space race. You know what's funny is I had the same question when I was a kid when I first saw Doctor No. Like when he fell down into the boiling water and he drowned, I was I was like, yeah, why? You know, he's got super strong hands. And I don't understand why he can't come up. And and the point of it was they're super strong, but they're metal. And he's trying to grasp the metal bar, and he's, he can't get a grip. So that's why he just couldn't get up there, and he kept sliding down. I don't feel bad for him.
3: I think he's a little kind of weird kind of guy, too, because he goes into the room when once they drug bond. And he just kind of stands <laughs> over him. He just creeps him. on him. And then, he moved, it moves his, <laughs> and then he moves the blanket slowly away <laughs> the covers, and then it's like, okay, well, this is kind of a...
2: And, and, and of it, was, it was kind of an extra bad guy move as well to, to where it's like, oh, okay, hey, welcome, and I'm going to be hospitable, and I'm going to bring you to your quarters, and oh, by the way, I drugged your coffee. Like, can you just <laughs> knock them out?
3: I know, right? <laughs> Come on, Bond, why would you Why would you drink that? Wouldn't you know?
2: Because oh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's hungry. <laughs> I want play, <laughs> didn't, Jason.
3: Didn't eat the food. Yeah, it but was Just awfully, because they yeah. give you a shower and scrub you down doesn't mean they're going to. It was an awfully
2: elaborate, like, hotel room breakfast set up to be just like, ha, ha, I, I got <laughs> <I gotta, laughs> to eat with gotta, the I got to admit, though, you know, if somebody were my enemy, you know, and you know, they got me a shower and scrubbed me down, I I, I might accept the food, too. I mean, that's really nice. It's not <laughs> It's like, oh, I guess I will let my guard down. Maybe he's not a bad guy after. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
3: Well, he's probably thinking, well, at least I got honey to take her clothes off, so I got to.
2: <laughs> my day is complete.
1: <laughs> yeah
3: you That's know than guys I got.
1: like yeah i'll shower the woman yeah. <laughs> and he's just standing there guys i'm irradiated <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> I'll make. we'll
2: get to you we'll get to you <laughs> but it also like i'm just thought that popped in my head um wouldn't honey be like really super irradiated because she goes there to get shells all the time yeah, I thought that too. Man, I thought that was cool.
1: that was interesting that she's she's the one that had been there the most and and
2: the longest duration. You would have thought she would have, had accumulated more rats. Maybe when she started out, she was like a brunette. Ah, <laughs> oh, the mysteries,
0: the mysteries that we think about. Anything else you got, Delvin?
2: Uh other, overall, I, I I did think it it was uh, a good movie, and of course, you you always have to. Considered a time, my God, I didn't know it was 55 years ago that this movie came out. Mm -hmm. So you can't expect the action and everything to be exactly like a movie in 2017 would. for a movie that long ago, I think it holds up, the, the overall structure of it holds up very well in establishing the character of James Bond. Very good, very good. Well done to
0: both of you guys. And I appreciate your uh, thoughts. appreciate your uh, willingness to dive in. Uh, but really quick, and I express, express really quick here, Jason, let's have our, our veteran – because Jason will talk all night about this if we let him. Let's have our veteran <laughs> co-host weigh in on this one. Agent Jason, what did you think about Dr. No? I know you've seen it many, many times. So what, what's your overall thoughts that you want the people of the podcast to know?
1: So, you know, I – I just thought of a question. I'm kind of going to go a little bit off script here, Jared. Hope you don't mind. But uh, I, I was just wondering, and this is to you, Jared. What's your first James Bond movie? What's the first James Bond memory, the movie that you saw and, and, and the setting in which you saw it?
0: Um, I would say for the movie theater, it's definitely Octopussy. I can remember going to see that when I was about five or six. and I remember our neighbors took us when we were living in Indiana. Uh, before that, uh, I would say uh, more vivid. Yeah, I also remember um, uh, Free Eyes Only because it was on HBO. When we go over to our friend's house, we'd watch Free Eyes Only on HBO a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I came up, I remember watching you, when you were just a baby, like maybe two years old, watching uh, Thunderball with Dad on television and uh and that's a, I, I still remember that that moment and and seeing that underwater battle scene and everything spoiler alert guys for the movie that's coming up <laughs> 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 yeah i think 50 years is about the, <laughs> the the extent of spoilers around here but yeah i remember seeing that movie and then uh moonraker came out and was it 78 or 79 something oh. like that and uh and and mom and dad were going to go see the movie, and I begged them to take me with them, and they wouldn't let me go see it because I was too little. They said, and, uh, uh, and oh man, that, that stung. And then, but they did let me go see Free Eyes Only, which was the first movie I saw in the theater. And so, so, and I bring that up because you know, so the first time I saw Doctor No, I'm almost hundred percent sure I saw it on on. The TV movies when I was a kid, yeah, and and so I had seen other James Bond movies before Doctor No. So as a kid, when I saw it, I was a little underwhelmed because the action didn't quite stack up to the action that I had seen in in the later Sean Connery and definitely in the by the Roger Moore era. And so I was a, I like I said, left a little bit underwhelmed. But now you know, as I got older and I looked back on it, I just it, you got to appreciate what a f- phenomenon it was. This was supposed to be a one and done film. Like I said, the studio gave him a million bucks basically to make, make a movie. And I remember uh, is it, it's Lois Maxwell who plays Money Penny, right, Jared? Correct, correct. Yep. So Lois Maxwell was actually offered the part of Sylvia Trench. Uh-huh. True, and she was basically given the choice: Do I want? Do you want to be Sylvia Trench or do you want to be, uh, or or do you want to be Money Penny? And Lois Maxwell just wasn't comfortable with you know just wearing uh, you know a men's men's nightshirt in that that scene. She was more comfortable with the Money Penny role. By the time it was all over, I think it was Terrence Young that went up to her and said, "You know what? I think you made a really good choice because I think we're going to get a series out of this, <laughs> and you're going to get a reoccurring role."
2: Nice.
1: Uh, so, I mean, it was really kind of a surprise to everybody uh, how well they did. Um, I believe wasn't it Cary Grant that was supposed to, that everybody was pursuing as James Bond?
0: He was definitely on the roster, yeah.
1: right? And Sean Connery came out of nowhere. Like, literally out of nowhere and, and uh, stole the show. Uh, Terrence Young was basically chosen to direct because Terrence Young was James Bond incarnate. He was the guy that uh, was into that world of fashion and, and, and the nightlife and everything. And he was somebody that molded uh, what they affectionately called uh, a diamond in the rough, Sean Connery, mm-hmm. into James Bond. Uh, Sean Connery is basically a sailor, bodybuilder, um, work the docks, uh, tough guy, and uh, Terrence Young is really credited with with bringing out the character James Bond within Sean Connery. So, all of these things came together to make a phenomenal film. And when you compare it to the rest in the archive, you know it may not match up to the best moments, but. It set a pretty good bar, I think. And I will just wrap this up by by saying, um, and you guys touched on it a little bit, the set designer. Uh, what was the set designer's name again? Now it's Ken, Adam. Ken Adams. Ken Adams. Ken Adams was, Adam. was no phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy, while the cast and crew were filming in Jamaica... He was given a meager budget and left at Pinewood Studios with no direction, no guidance, to build the sets that you see in that movie. And the set that that you, you folks touched on, the one with the spider and the chair in the room, that was an afterthought. The budget had already been spent all but about, I think, less than 500 pounds he had left <laughs> to build that set. Wow. And... <laughs> That was his imagination, and I mean that was incredible uh and and he had, will go on to just continually in my mind establish himself as one of the best set designers ever and uh finally, you know the james Bond theme uh, again um the the James Bond that we see walk across in the gun sight, uh, a lot of people don't realize that's not Sean Connery uh because they had finished filming, and this was a, this was another last minute uh, thought that. Uh, it was the uh, stunt double? Mm-hmm. The, the stunt double had to come out and, and do so. Um, and and how iconic was that? The theme and the and that, that iconic uh, uh, gun barrel walk. So uh, overall, I mean, this movie to me, it's it's one of those ones that holds a special place in my heart obviously doctor no isn't bond as it hits its full stride when it finally gets a full budget and promotional um backing by the studios and everything else but this is it this is bond boiled down to its very essence and um oh i did want to mention one last thing sorry one thing that after i seen this movie so many times and i never noticed this before until this recent rewatching is when Bond's in the briefing with M, one of the things that, that, that I picked up on that I absolutely love is M picks up his pipe and, and prepares to smoke his pipe, and Bond offers him his cigarette lighter, and M ignores him and goes and gets his own match off of the, off of the fire mantle. And that is setting the tone of who M is and how powerful and above Bond he is uh, without them having to use any dialogue, uh, anything at all. It's Bond trying to become closer to him and him saying, no, I'm the boss, you're the subordinate, you know, chill out. And I, I'd never noticed that before, but but that was a brilliant, uh, a brilliant little piece of writing,
0: in my opinion. Oh, very cool, very cool. I, 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 while you're on that scene, I also like uh, when Bond tries to sneak out with the Beretta and M doesn't even yeah. look up. He yeah. doesn't even look up for what yeah, he's doing. Um, yeah. And
3: yeah. well, then and and then he um, tells Money Penny to stop the chit chat and just keep on going. He's in a hurry. I
2: I did I I, I did like that initial uh, back and forth between um Bond and Money Penny. Like of course, like that could literally never happen in any office ever now but like but it but it did set the dynamic you know between um bond and money penny how they are always flirtatious towards each other i thought that was cool (laughs) yeah recently
1: (laughs) i recently watched these with with my my son as a teenager he finally sat down and watched watched them through with me and I told him before we got started, I said, if you ever try any of these lines or moves with a woman in real life, you will either be slapped or arrested or both.
0: This <laughs> only works in the devil
2: it's in seven this years. That's
1: right. Only Bond can do these things.
2: <laughs> yeah. In order to do something like that, you better, you know, I don't know, be a secret agent <laughs> or, or, or have like a, a ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> well,
1: so geez. those are my thoughts. Thanks for indulging me. All right, all right.
3: Can I ask uh, one more question? Sure. Money Penny—is that her code name? You're just gonna have to wonder. Okay.
2: <laughs> really? This is something that gets revealed later, or you, or you you actually just don't know it?
3: No further questions. All right. <laughs> but I figure she's working, in, and everybody has a code name. M has M, and
0: you know, I don't know that's ever specifically revealed uh, if it's a code name or not. I think it might be her real name, Jason. Thoughts?
1: I'm harkening back
0: to the
1: James Bond role-playing game that we used to play as kids. We're, we're deep and into th- it, folks. <laughs> and I think it was her real name.
0: Yeah, I want to say it is.
1: And, okay. and I'm sure, I'm sure our fans will let me know if I'm wrong. In the J- in the most gentle way possible.
0: Of course. <laughs> Jason, I believe you have one more responsibility per the script. <laughs> I believe it's time for you to check in with our our new agents and find out on our scale of one to seven martinis, what they think of this movie.
1: All so right, just, gentlemen. just repeat what I just said. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, you, you know, your mission one to seven martinis and, uh, one being, uh, the worst, I guess. And seven being the best. Where would you, where would you place this initial bond movie Delvin? I'm going to give it
2: five martinis. It, it sets the table for what we all know is a character that has lasted 55 years. I mean, any other character that usually lasts that long, that's somebody that's not in a comic book or something, you know, not something that's taken from a novel. Uh, so, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, and I'll give it five martinis. Very
1: nice. All right. Thank you, Delvin. Pat, how many martinis are you going to give it, good sir?
3: Are these what flavor are these martinis?
2: <laughs> Dig it Pat. They're they're vodka martinis.
3: Okay. Shaken yeah.
2: not Stirred.
3: Stirred. Okay. I just had to ask to make sure. And how many ice cubes?
2: <laughs> don't put ice cubes in it. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, no. Gentlemen don't put I'm ice over the rocks? Cubes in their oh. drink.
3: Well, that's something I'll have to learn through this schooling here. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm with Delvin. I'm going to give it five as well. Nice. I did enjoy it. I'm intrigued to continue to move forward and delve more into this rich history of James Bond. So long.
0: Very well, good. Very good. Good job to all. Good job, Jason. Good job, rookie agents. Uh, well,
1: I got th- I got three little known facts. Can I do my
0: three little known facts? No. All right. So. <laughs>
3: Show is getting longer and longer. Oh, this is Jake.
0: All right, what are your three little known facts? (laughs) Okay, so I grabbed three little known
1: facts I thought you might be interested in after watching the movie. I didn't want to say anything before because I didn't want to do any spoilers. So, Jack Lord, the guy who played Felix Leiter, was originally going to return as Felix Leiter in Goldfinger, but he demanded more money and better billing. Uh, He was, as the English would say, sacked. Mm. And so... Felix Leiter will be played by many actors over the course of the Bond franchise, um, and you may have noticed uh, when Bond, you meets did not
0: hang on. Delvin did not play Felix Leiter. Can't
1: prove that.
3: I think he did. I,
1: See, I think there we, we go. I think we, can, I think we can prove that, Delvin. I think it's pretty <laughs> easily proven. Agree. I agree. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Agree to disagree. Oh goodness! Oh,
1: All right. Factoid number two. Factoid number two. So, when you might have noticed, when Bond meets Dr. Noah and they're about to have dinner, Bond stops and stares at, at a painting. And it's a painting of Goya's portrait of the Duke of Wellington. And that painting had been stolen just a, a little while before the film began. It was stolen from the National Gallery by a 60 year old amateur thief in London. And so, Ken Adams got the brilliant idea. To contact the National Gallery in London and obtain a slide of the picture, and he painted that copy over over a weekend, and uh, and set it up in there as a as a little nod to current events that were going on at the time, things that were making headlines to say that Doctor No was actually the one that stole
0: the portrait of the Duke of Wellington. Unfortunately, but, it didn't age well because nobody who watches it now gets the reference.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you know, for a long time I thought I thought that was supposed to be Napoleon. Because I thought because he, he made that Napoleon complex joke uh, a little bit later during the dinner, so um, I always thought that's what it was. But no, it was Goy's portrait of the Duke of Wellington.
3: Yeah, yeah. I was wondering why I was staring at that. Yeah, me too. That's odd.
1: Yeah, so so you would have gotten the joke fifty years ago.
3: Hmm.
1: Uh, um, and then my third and final one is the scene where Bond murders Professor Dent in cold blood that nearly cost the film its a rating uh, in england which is the the rating that's that's needed to uh, allow minors to see the movie and uh so so you know through all the bond franchise bond will the bond movies will always go up to that line that what we would call rated r our line today um and and not quite cross it, but but have a lot of uh, arguments back and forth with their you know their movie ratings uh, company. So
2: I noticed I that was, they had the gunshots that they they rarely showed blood. They just did the the noise. Yeah. And one of the tricks that that
1: uh, that they learned uh, after this was they they learned when they showed the uh, when they sh- when the movie was screened for. Uh, for the the folks that gave it the rating in England, it didn't have to be the final version. So a lot of times, what they would do is they would give the film without the sound, without the actual sound effects, and then after they got the rating, they would dub the sound effects in later because it's really the thump, thump, thump of the of the silence or the bullets hitting the body. If you think about it, that are really kind of gut wrenching. Like you said, there's no blood or anything like that. Yeah. So. So if they if you if you imagine you're just watching it, you just see like a pop, 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 you know, and a guy fall down, you're like, Oh, that's not so bad. I'll give it any rating. But then they would add the sound in, and later it would sound much more
0: visceral. And this has been factoids with Jason. <laughs> so at
1: any rate, well I thought that's why I was here to add a little something. A little a little did you know.
0: <laughs> well, well done. A little pope in the pool. A little pope in the pool. <laughs>
3: Did you guys notice too that the record he's playing is the song that Honey is singing later on?
0: Well, let's not talk about that too much right now, Pat. Um, okay, that might be important later. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> because now it is time to crown this episode's double O award winner. Pat and Delvin will do this by answering a series of trivia questions on Doctor No. Oh but my before God. we do that. Let's take a quick break to thank our Patreon sponsors. White
2: Rocket Entertainment.
0: Got a long list of names uh, to read here, but we really greatly appreciate uh, these folks who sponsor us on Patreon. They uh, they keep us going. So I'm just going to burn through these real fast. Uh, Samuel Salvatore, Christopher Burleson, Joseph Fine, Nicholas Cottrell, Phil Amthor of WeHaveDonuts.com, Justin Bean of WeDoNotHaveDonuts.com. I'm just kidding. That's not a real website. Steve Trawick, Richard Stevens, Preston Dyer, Will Summerford, John McCune, Tom Anderson, David Evers, Andrew Barber, Timothy, just says Timothy, Steve Harlan, Dan Thompson, Wes Atkinson, Rich Reimer, Gerard Alberich, William Glenn Matthews, Chris Thrash, Logan Chilton, George Gaston, Tony Perry, Alex, Gwyn- I'm going to mess this up, Gwen? It's probably pronounced Gwen. I- my apologies, Alex. It's probably That's pronounced correct. Gwyn- all right. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. Pat's our pronunciation expert. Josh Teal, uh-huh. David Simpson, Earl Ricks, or Eagle Earl, uh, Mike Finley, C.T. Wayne, Randall Walker, Michael Kirshner, Dave, Clay Henson, John Stubbs, Kenneth, Britt Rains, Nicholas Craig, Mick Vigicana, Russ Milling, Wardam Wade, Matthew Wagstaff, Joey Miller, Mark Squire, David Medinas, Catherine England, Brant Rumble, and J.W. Rice. I'm sorry if I missed anyone on this one. I will get an updated list to make sure we get you on the next show. Uh, If you'd like to help uh, keep bullets in our PPK, you too can help sponsor the show over at patreon.com. Just search the keyword Plexico, P-L-E-X-I-C-O, and you can give as little as a dollar a month to uh, help keep gas in our Aston Martin DB5. And like those other folks whose names you just heard, you'll get a shout-out on every episode of all the White Rocket Entertainment shows, including this one. Uh, As a patron, you can also get bonus material, behind-the-scenes information on all White Rocket endeavors, including our novels comic books and more. So thank you guys so much uh, for for sponsoring the show. It's time to hand it back over to Jason.
1: Okay. So let's find out who this mission's double O award winner is going to be. So he can Lord it over the other guy until the next episode.
2: It's going to be Pat. I'll, I can tell you that already. <laughs>
1: don't count yourself I, out.
2: I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't watch the movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well played. Pat. <laughs> Jared and I have each prepared three questions for a total of six. We'll take turns asking each of the contestants a question. You get it right, that's one point. You get it wrong, your opponent has an opportunity for a steal. Most mm-hmm. points gets you the coveted double O award, a laser watch from Q, and a date with Miss Moneypenny. Oh, my. I, I <laughs> think we can guarantee one of those three things. While <laughs> oh, supplies oh, last, not available in the, money penny
2: <laughs>
3: the laser watch? Is it the laser watch?
1: Yes, it's the laser, laser, watch, the laser watch. Laser watch. <laughs> well, let's start meantime. the segment we like to call Agents Under Fire.
3: Well, I understand double O's have a very short life expectancy.
0: I'll kick it off. I will quiz Delvin. Jason, you will quiz Pat. And we will go back and forth. Uh, so starting with Delvin. Delvin. <gasps> what? <Well, laughs> What is the name of Dr. No's private island? Oh, God. I don't
3: know. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. How long does it get? I do Jason does this terrible, terrible Jeopardy.
2: Crab Key. Oh, oh, he's <laughs> looking, <laughs> it looking it up. Somebody <laughs> no, Google it. No, no, I did not. I took notes. All right, <laughs> Us- using your notes is perfectly good. This All will right, you guys yep. take notes on, on my on my honor as an agent. I did not. <laughs> I did not Google or or dark web it. I wrote my notes and I had it on my notes.
0: All right, good job,
2: Delvin. All right, Jason, hit up
0: Pat. All right, Pat,
1: don't let me down. What color was Coral's shirt when they went to Crab Key? And I'll give you a hint. It was the same color as when they were not at
0: Crabby. <laughs> Don't give him any hint. <laughs> At the club. Stop it. At the
1: top. Yeah,
3: he's wearing a... I'm saying a, I think he had one shirt. He's wearing a Reddish shirt, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I think, you I got think- it. I think Jason's stumping for Pat on this, Delvin. I think he's got it in for you. I do, too. Now, uh, this is where I should probably warn everybody that what I tried to do was make the questions a little harder as the rounds went on. So we're going into round two. Uh Uh-oh, round two. Let's do it. Delvin. Ah! (laughs) According to her story, how did Honey kill the man who had sexually assaulted her?
1: I'll give you a hint. No. It took him a whole week
0: to die.
2: (laughs) Thanks and loves him. I thought I thought she stabbed him. So I'm gonna say like stabbed him in the liver. Oh, it's an opportunity.
0: Click, 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 click. <laughs> Feed jam. Oh, it's an opportunity for Pat to steal. Pat. Um according
1: to just... her story. How did Honey kill the man who sexually assaulted
3: her? Is it poisoning?
1: So you have to be a little more specific,
3: Pat. Oh, um I can't remember. I want I'm gonna say poisoning, but I don't remember how.
0: Ah, well, no one gets anything off of that round. Well, off of Delvin's question in that round. <laughs> Correct answer was, Jason?
1: Black Widow Spider and his and his uh, sleep netting took him yeah. a whole week to die.
0: Oh, oh They're the
1: worst. All right. right. So, uh, Jason, give uh,
0: Pat his round two question.
1: <laughs> All right, Pat. I think this, uh, this is right up your
0: alley here. What oh, man, the, he did get a good one.
1: <laughs> what was the name of the song that appears many times in the film... And Bond sings to Honey on the beach. And if you sing it in Sean Connery's voice, you get double points.
3: (laughs) Is it? um, Let me get my, see if I can get my voice right here. (sighs) Underneath the mango tree. (laughs) (laughs) Winner,
0: winner, chicken dinner. Yep, yep, yep. All right, good job,
2: Pat. We went I'm getting killed here.
0: Oh, no, his, his score is one <laughs> to two. He didn't get no double points. Jason was lying.
1: Nah, we, not with that Sean Connery impression. Yeah,
0: that <laughs> was just awful. Uh, well. No. <laughs> you think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? All right. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> All right. Ooh, Delvin. I, sm- I smell comeback from Delvin here. Uh-oh. Delvin, at the beginning <laughs> of the <laughs> still funny, at the beginning of the film, Bond gets his famous Walter PPK. What gun did he have to trade in for oh. it? Yes, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> Beretta is is correct.
0: A ding 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 ding. ding. ding, ding,
2: ding. Pat damn Beretta again. Pat gets the last question.
1: Oh, all right, Pat. Here it is. This is for all the marbles. What type of gun did Strangways use in his attempt to kill 007
2: Ooh. Ooh, that's a tough one. Ooh,
1: and he's had his six. Oh God,
3: <laughs> that's a bomb. Oh, man, I boy. I'm just I don't a revolver. I don't know.
1: Oh Pat. You are so wrong. For this I award you no points. May God have mercy oh, on God, your so story. soul
0: Simple no would have been fine, but <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, no I, him, fine. I took a stab at it. <laughs> well this shot in the hey.
0: It was a shot in the dark. <laughs> Woo.
2: This means we have a tie. Wait, does it doesn't doesn't Oh, oh, Delvin, get a oh,
0: chance Delvin gets deal. a it's a it's a, a shot.
2: That's right. Yeah, I do, but I I don't know what I, I was gonna say revolver too.
0: Ah so Smith and Wesson, and you've had Ooh. your six. We have us a, a tie. A tie, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what to do with this. Speed round? Oh I don't know. how about this? Alright, Delvin? Yeah. Dr. No is of... Mixed parents. What two races are his parents? Chinese and German. Dang! Without hesitation. Boom! Pat. Wow. Dr. No is a mixed parent. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to say German and Chinese. Wait, wait.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna give Pat a chance to to tie. I got to ask what at least is difficult,
0: right? Oh, right. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to give him one. Go ahead. Give him a question. Okay. off the top of your head then. Top of the head. We're, we're going live. What was Honey Rider's father's
1: occupation?
3: Ooh. Oh, well, Honey Rider's father, his occupation, he was a Wrong. wait for it, a marine zoologist.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, well, all right. Back down.
0: All right.
3: Okay. Here we go.
1: We're gonna, price, we go. we're gonna price. We're gonna price. Taking off the price, gloves.
0: We're gonna prices right this, y'all. Without going over, out going over. What was the value of Honey Ryder's most valuable seashell on the beach? Oh, you're you're playing Who's Delvin's this, this game. Is this to Delvin?
2: <gasps> is this to Delvin? This is
0: to Delvin, and you'll get a you'll get to put in a money value as well. Okay.
2: Mm, I'm always forgetting the you know the decimal points. <laughs> it's <a> mundane detail.
0: <laughs> this is not a mundane detail, Delvin.
3: Ah. Uh. Fifty dollars. fifty dollars in Florida,
2: in Miami.
0: Okay,
3: in Miami. Miami.
0: Dang it!
2: Wait, if I got it, if I got it right first, though, that should go to me.
3: Uh, that should. now this
0: is this is move counter move. Jeez! All right, Jason, get make a question off the top of your head for four <laughs> Pat. I gotta make a. I gotta make
1: a question off the top of my head Jeez, for four Pat. I would say. What bond's agent. <laughs> hmm. What does Bond do to ward off mosquitoes on the island?
3: Well, what he does. Ooh. or What Honey tells him to do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, boy.
3: Let me school you on this. <coughs>
1: oh, man. And
3: she tells him to rub the water on him because they're walking down the river, which they're trying to, which would help uh, alleviate the scent from the dogs. All right. So the dogs went not track them.
0: Okay. Okay. Hey, okay. Okay. I, all right. We may, ha- we have to go off, off of Dr. No a little bit just cause we need, we need pure guesswork at this point.
1: I think I got one that'll, <laughs> that'll separate the men from the boys on my next Okay. Time.
0: Okay. Uh, cause what I was going to do is similar to my $50 question. I was going to ask the fellas which James Bond actor they think did the most films. It was
2: Connery. He did seven. I read that on the Dr. No thing. The DVD thing, he did seven. Patrick?
3: Well, yeah, it was Sean, or Sean Connery. I love it. Did that. I love it when you're
2: both wrong. Dang it! Yeah, so, yeah I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Roger Moore actually did. But who was close? Oh, dang it! How many did Roger Moore do? A uh, hundred. He did not. <laughs> I
0: that's think Connery. How, did a, that's
2: I how think, old he was when he did the last <laughs>
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> Connery did six, and Moore did seven.
3: That sounds right to me. It wouldn't make sense that he would do more.
0: No. Wow. This game has gotten out of control yes. <laughs> Why don't right, we just call I've it a tie it. This for is, this
1: is, wh- the all right now The only danger here is that Neither of them will get it Alright what do you got Otherwise what, oh. what is the first sentence That Dr. No Speaks Ooh. To James Bond When he meets him for the first time In his lair
0: Jeez, I might have to think about this one I have no idea
3: I have no idea <laughs> Um, would say hello, Mister Bond.
0: One million dollars. Ah, that's right. You were wondering what it costs.
3: Yeah,
0: man, I didn't even know. I didn't have trouble, and I can tell you that uh, the call signs at the beginning when she was like W six N W six N G <laughs> seven W. it was W six N and G seven W, and I couldn't. Tell you. Oh my God. All right, whatever. You guys tied. Good job, rookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys both. really did well on this.
3: High five, Pat! High five. There hey, you go. So yep. Good job, Devon. Good job. lord it over the. And my script says. That's why we. That's why me and Devon make a great team. We do.
0: <laughs> my script says congratulations to winner. So congratulations to you two. Be sure to do the right and proper thing and lord this victory over loser. Uh, until <laughs> until you meet again in the field of the next episode. You guys did really well. I'm proud of both of you. I am, too. Well, now uh, for our final segment of the show entitled Return Fire. During the Return Fire uh, round, our rookie agents, Pat and Delvin, get to toss Jason and I a trivia question that they brought with them in an attempt to stump the 00 experts. So let's get going with Return Fire.
3: This never happened to the other fella.
0: All right, Pat, what do you got for us?
3: My question for you guys is, how many people put change in the three blind mice cup? That's a good question, Pat. Oh, oh, oh
0: man. Uh, I'm going to, uh, and Jason and I aren't competing against each other. We're just trying to defend our, uh, so this is more of a discussion. I feel like two is the right answer. Uh, uh, that's what I was thinking,
1: two. Uh, for some reason, that seems right to me, but I have nothing to back that off of. Pat has me on this one, so I'm straight guessing two. We're going with two.
3: Okay, and the answer is one. Oh! Was, oh. You know, and the answer, is, do you know who that was? That would be Professor Strangways. The
0: Strangways, yep. I just
3: right. thought somebody might have gave them in
0: passing when they first showed up on the street and they were walking down the street. By That's the way, those guys weren't really blind, by the way. Oh. <laughs> uh, Fooled for, you! Man, Jason, we took, a, we took a round on our first round.
3: <laughs> I'm a straight shooter, boy. boy. Straight shooter.
0: All right, Delvin. Boy, yeah. You gonna finish us off? or You are gonna let us get away with gracefully?
3: We're okay. we're
0: laying here wounded, Delvin.
3: <laughs> no mercy, Delvin. No okay, mercy. I,
2: I got a, I got a really tough one here. Who wrote the original James Bond movies? Oh,
3: <laughs> I'm joking. He's
2: I'm joking. joking. <laughs> so, so, at least from what I remember, like uh, James had I uh, just navigated the or, the waters, or um, him and I thought it was him and lighter. And Coral did the navigation to get out to the uh, to the um, Crab Key. Am I correct on that? Pretty much. Coral kind of leading the uh-huh. way. Yeah. What
0: happened with Felix? He had to take the he boat, take the, the boat. <laughs> they, had, they had two boats. They had a power boat. Did
3: that one? Did you watch? Them? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they had a power boat and a sailboat, and they could only go so far with the power boat because they had to go stealth mode. So he took the powerboat back and uh, Coral and James took the
2: sailboat to get okay. in under the radar. Thank, 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 thank you for that. And, and I'm just saying, Agent Pat, I mean, if I didn't watch the movie, you know, I match with you pretty good. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> was that your actual question? It was.
0: Oh, OK. We win. All right. Yay! Oh. Woo! Still alive. Uh, Jason, you got things to say <laughs> in the script. Oh, I got
1: more things to say. You do.
3: Can I can I add one more thing here? Yeah, one please. More I
1: got to bring the script thing back up.
3: All right. So I want to tell you guys what I what secret agent thing I've learned out of this movie. Oh, go ahead. Okay, go for it. And what I learned as a secret agent to do is, I would take a piece of my hair and I will put it. Across, so uh, just in case, I would know if someone had opened a cabinet or something or maybe some drawers or something Mm -hmm. to use my piece of hair to do that. And I thought that was a pretty clever idea.
2: I actually wrote that in my notes. Like, that is that's an old spy trick. Mm -hmm. I I saw that and I was like, I've I've seen that. I think I had a a friend of mine do that to a a dorm, uh, his roommate who was um, he thought was like going to his um, drawers when he was out. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Shady. Also yeah, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna see you're not gonna see me doing that at all. I, I, I could not <laughs> I, I've never seen Delvin's hair be longer than like, I don't know, a quarter of an inch? <laughs> Yeah, that 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 that's one trick. I just have to,
3: you know, leave in the spy cabinet there. If
0: anybody lifts the page off the
1: well,
2: stand, it pad. doesn't
3: have to be yours. You know, you could pick it up from other places. What's nice? We'll yeah. Find it. What's
0: nice about this is if double becomes a secret agent, then I I could be like, can I come too? Just in case you do that hair trick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> But, but, like, I'm still going to act like it's a big deal. Like, I'm in my room watching TV and Delvin calls from his hotel room. I need to come down here. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Let me get you some air. Oh, anyway. Jason, did you find out what you're supposed to say? I did. I did. Here I go.
1: Uh, nicely done, guys. That will bring us to a close on this episode of MI6 Rookie Agents. Thanks for listening. If you'd enjoyed this crew and want to hear more from them, but in the realm of comic books, check out the Longbox Crusade. Pat, where can that be found?
3: Well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. It can be found on thelongboxcrusade.com. It could also be found on iTunes under Longbox Crusade. Or if you like to Google, you can check it out on Google Play. Under Longbox Crusade, nice. You can also find us on the Twitter underneath at Longbox Crusade, and also on the Facebook at Longbox Crusade. Check us out; we're a bunch of fun guys. We're a bunch of fun guys, as you can tell from this episode.
0: Well, thanks to the fellows for taking on this dangerous mission, and thanks to the listeners who tuned in. Uh, if you'd like to leave a question or a comment on this or any other episodes, feel free to contact any of us uh, directly on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, on Facebook, I am Jared Albrick, the Yard Sale Artist. If you just search the Yard Sale Artist, you'll find me. Uh, on Twitter, I am at Yard
1: Sale Artist Jason. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I'm uh, Jason Albrick, A L B E R I C H. On Facebook, I'm also Jason Albrick on Instagram, and you can find me by my handle Weasel on on the Twitter.
3: Cat. And you can find me on the Twitter under the uh, at Longbox Crusade. Uh, You can also find me under Pat Sampson and the Facebook if you want to follow my endeavors there.
2: And Delvin. and you can find me on Twitter at D-E-E underscore R-A-Y-1977. And you can find me on Instagram at uh, Delvin, D-E-L-V-I-N-R-A-Y. Yeah, come chat with me. I'll be uh, more than uh, happy to chat back. I would not take that gamble. Okay. Uh, We (laughs)
0: Excuse me. We hope you to hear that from gamble you soon. Daily, what are you talking? About? <laughs> yeah, I took that gamble for twenty years. What am I talking? I'm full of it tonight. All right. Uh, we hope to hear from you guys soon. Uh, the next episode of MI6 Rookie Agents will feature from Russia with love. And remember, on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast we will return. Good night, everybody. And that's a wrap for this episode of Longbox Crusade Elseworlds. I hope you've enjoyed it, and we'll see you around the alternate dimensions in the future. The music themes for this show are done by musical genius Joe November. Please check out his SoundCloud at Joseflin99. That's J O S E F L I N99. You will not regret it.